0: But how do you say shut the fuck up professionally in an email? <laughs> That's the question. I get it. I'm here for it. Consider the shift fair warning. We talk fast, we move fast, we swear fast. So if you're listening at Tech speed, you may miss some content, but you also want f bombs. You're welcome.
1: Hi, I'm Vanessa. And I'm Holland. You're listening to Ask Your Work Wife, where
0: every week we answer your questions about how to get more out of corporate America.
2: Hi Workwives, it's Michaela from Cincinnati. I am filing a formal complaint about one of my coworkers today, and I feel so anxious and guilty about doing it. I'm about eight to ten years younger than him and I haven't been working at the company nearly as long as he has, but but I've been put in a leadership position over him. So the gist of my complaint is that he just isn't carrying his weight. Even after I and the person previously in my role have talked to him one-on-one multiple times. And when I do ask him to do something directly, he'll do it, but then he'll complain about how busy he is to me while I'm working seven hours of overtime each week to make sure things get done that he should be doing. So today kind of broke the camel's back. He informed me that he no longer has time to do one of the easiest and most basic parts of his job. I freaking lost it. I didn't say anything to him, but requested a meeting with our project manager later this afternoon. And I don't really know what I'm asking for here. I guess I just mostly am work ranting. And really I just feel nervous that I'm overreacting. Am I overreacting? Oh, Michaela.
0: Okay, well. Um, no, you're not overreacting. Let's just start there. Great but this is like a serious thing and like I tend to be like a polarizing force in any workspace and any team. So like I have both had this problem with other people and been perceived as a problem by other people in some, some similar ways kind of mm-hmm. thing. So like we're going to take a roundabout way to answer this question, I think, cause I have a fun story for you <laughs> okay, great. Um, and it's come in the form of some sage advice from a friend of mine. So mm-hmm. After the break, we'll get right into this.
1: Are you getting more out of corporate America? I I know I am. <laughs> <laughs> Rate, review, subscribe. Rate, review, subscribe.
0: Those words are ridiculous together.
1: Rating would be the stars. Review would be the words. Subscribe would be like... Hitting the button,
0: the follow button, the like, whatever. Apple's changed.
1: It's now like a follow. I don't know.
0: Oh, on Spotify, it is follow still. This okay, follow,
1: follow us on Spotify. What is it on Apple?
0: It's a plus in the top right plus corner. Plus us
2: on Apple. Thank like,
0: you. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> Google Plus. <laughs>
1: R.I.P. Good redheads. <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> we were promised a story (laughs) and some sage (laughs) advice. I'm excited.
0: Yeah. You have to like, stay with me here because this is like a story about a military thing. And like, I know nothing about the military (laughs) other than I think pilots kiss the best. (laughs) Okay.
1: I I can't argue with
0: that. I don't, I have also no information. (laughs) So my, so my friend Sam, whom I love, he's an air force pilot. He flies this massive plane. Like when I tell you it's massive, it is massive. It's called a C five. It's the type of plane that you like put a tank in lots of tanks and like send them to Germany. Like that's, that's what he does. He flies across the Atlantic Nearly every day, a few times a day. Oh crap with like tanks and shit. You know what I mean? Like that's what he does. Big fucking shit. Yeah, yeah. So like within like the the number of people that it takes to fly that plane is like seven people. So you got a pilot, from what I understand, a pilot, a co pilot, two flight engineers, and then three loadmasters. And that's just like the bare minimum crew to fly the plane. That doesn't include like other Service members you may have on the plane with you, going with the tanks to mm. wherever you're going, right? <laughs> um, and like, it's it's a big enough plane that they actually like, keep two full crews on there because mm. it'll, it'll fly like around the world, right? Like, I think it might, I don't know if this is 100% accurate, but it might also be like the plane that carries fuel to refuel things. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, like, interesting. Yeah, yeah. So it's one of those things like, yeah, you have to have like a relief crew on there because you're going to be in the air enough that like- For a long enough time. Yeah, yeah, totally. totally. So- <laughs> That's that's 14 people <laughs> that like are are allegedly in charge of this plane or some part of this plane. Now, the interesting thing about like pilots, co-pilots and like flight engineers and like these loadmasters is like some of them are officers. Some of them are enlisted. Some of them have different like they might all have different ranks when you get off the plane. Mm-hmm. But like when you're on the plane, you have to function as a team and everyone has their own scope of like what they're responsible for and in some areas like like the for example i think it's the flight engineer who's going to be enlisted and the pilot is going to be an officer but in some cases the pilot's going to be kind of answering to the flight engineer because he's the one whose job it is to like, make sure the plane goes safely to wherever the fuck we're going. Right. right? So like, if there's a red flashing light on one of his <laughs> panels, we're not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah. and, and and like in no case can the pilot pull rank and say, mm-hmm. well, because I'm an officer, we're going somewhere. The flight engineer's, in charge. He's like, no, we're fucking in not. in charge of the plane. Yeah, yeah. We're staying on the ground. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't care that you want to get in there, sir. But like, we're not doing it. Right. And as he was describing this, I was just like, I was like seeing all the convoluted like like chains of command in yeah. my head. I was like, this seems like a clusterfuck. And he's like, oh, a hundred percent it could be. But like, we've adopted this mentality that like there's some things you keep on the plane. Hmm. And I was like, okay. Hmm. He's like, so if there's like a a personality conflict if there's like a slight communication mishap like not a big thing in terms of like oh you didn't tell me that like the landing gear was on fire (laughs) right (laughs) it's 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 more along the lines of like i don't like the tone of voice you used to tell me the landing gear is on fire right (laughs) or like or like you're in a stressful situation you're flying you know a bunch of tanks to a war zone tempers are going to run high like things are going to get short they're going to get you know what i mean like but there's a whole lot of instances where, like, you're working at, like, team dynamics that you can, as Sam says, like, keep it on the plane, right? Mm. And, and I was like, what, like, why is that? Like, why would you, what does that mean to me? He's like, well, as soon as you get it off the plane and you tell your superior officer about it, that's five to six different chains of command and they are obligated to escalate it. Mm. Like as soon as they hear about something going wrong, there's going to be an
1: investigation. There's going to be paperwork questions and interviews and yeah, paperwork. Yeah,
0: Totally. And like that could, that could kill lots of people's careers. It could even keep that plane from ever taking off again. It could break up that team. Like you could work together really well other than like, you know, this one day somebody was particularly hangry. Right. Mm -hmm. But like suddenly you've got like a congressional investigation into it. Oh my God. Exactly. Like when you're dealing with like, and now we're dealing with the defense budget.
1: Like, Oh my God. Right all because you maybe took personally a tone that wasn't actually a escalatable offense. Exactly. Right. It actually didn't impact the functioning of the plane. Right. right? So, so it was like the uh-huh. am floored. I mean like <laughs> the gravity of the situation when you're talking about an air force scenario, uh-huh. like feels like a lot. Mm-hmm. And I would hate to be the subject of an investigation because I forgot to eat breakfast today. <laughs> <laughs> so like, but as we were talking about this, he's like, he's like,
0: so I'd recommend to you and all the ways you possibly can keep it on the plane.
1: It really just is making me think because it's like, I I, I value in corporate America, a high level of transparency with Mm -hmm. my manager and with my team. Yeah. So transparency is a very, a good value to have in corporate America. I think it's great, but, there should be a filter between what you're thinking and what you're saying. <laughs> this, is, oh, this is this seems obvious. <laughs> that seems obvious <laughs> to some of y'all. Maybe but not do you know to what me. Mean? And yeah. like maybe this mm-hmm. is a framework we can use to like define that filter between what mm. I'm experiencing as an individual with a personality. Yeah. I'm experiencing other individuals' personalities. Mm. What of that do I complain about, and what of that do I keep on my own mind plane? <laughs> yeah. Like I like I love what Michaela said. A formal complaint right like like
0: that's a formal escalation yeah, when do yeah when do we cross that line in terms of like I'm just bitching about this over a beer at happy hour with a friend to like no no this is a problem that's affecting the landing gear that's you yeah, know what I mean like totally. it's affecting the functionality of the plane and that's like that's what I kind of want to get in like how I would like to frame this answer for us okay great. thank you for coming
1: on this journey with me it's <laughs> Vanessa story time with Vanessa Anytime. we love it <laughs> So I love what you're saying about this giant plane and all these crews, all these individuals on these crews that have to keep it in the air, right? Mm I
0: feel like there is an airplane in the back of us right now.
1: Oh, okay. (laughs) But is it a C5?
0: It's no, it's too tiny. (laughs) tiny.
1: I feel like we'd feel the room shake if it was a C5. Those are
0: not the routes he should be. If Sam's (laughs) flying this way, he's off course somehow.
1: (laughs) Boy, we got to talk. (laughs) But I it totally makes sense to me that this applies to corporate America. Cause there, because there are competing priorities. Yeah. There are convoluted hierarchies, mm-hmm. dotted lines, mentors, friends who recruited who, who's hanging out with who on the weekends, right. who's talking to who, and like who's snooping on other people's calendars. Uh huh. And some and some of those even
0: competing priorities are like familial obligations, right? Like you're competing with like the fight your manager and their spouse had with each other this morning. Right, right, right. right, like, right. So I think you're right. Is like you don't actually know the like the inner working slash like soft politics soft mm. power that exists in the in the workplace and or those like competing pressures from outside right like I've told multiple stories on this podcast about I think I've told the same story multiple ways is what I'm <laughs> about to say is is about that like that CFO that I had that like every day she'd like come in and just like I was the first person she saw therefore I was the first person she yelled at and it took me a month to realize like it was not about me as long as you made yourself scarce for the <laughs> first five minutes of the day you were safe she'd yell at the office manager that I really hated <gasps> and that made me so happy <laughs> Right. So like it's it's that kind of thing like and for me the the like keep it on the plane has become a bit of a mantra to say like okay I'm experiencing something like I'm a person with a personality experiencing someone else with a personality. I love that. Thank yeah. you. And just like how about we take a beat and just like assess, assess right what's going on here.
1: Is it a personality issue Yeah. or is it a work product issue. Yeah.
0: Yes. Very good. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Okay. So for Michaela, for Michaela, I think it sounds like a work product issue. I would think so because he's refusing to do parts of his job, right? And he's and she's having to pick up slack. Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and
0: like the reason the for me the reason that like keep it on the plane came up in response to Michaela was was simply this like the the competing hierarchy at the top, like, oh, he's more senior than I am, but I'm in a leadership position over him. And I feel bad about that. Right. Right. Interesting. Yeah. Because like, like this plane situation is like, ev- even though like you've got this team on the plane and they all have these different chains of command off the plane, still on the plane, there's, there's someone who's in charge or like during this part of the flight, this person's in charge on the next p- leg of the flight once we're in the air the pilot's in charge you know what i mean like there's just these these like weird hierarchies that exist where like an enlisted person who just joined the military could be in charge and over a like a senior captain something so i have no listen don't (laughs) talk about ranks like they could be giving orders to someone who technically outranks them right right? interesting like that's kind of the situation that like sparked the keep it on the plane story for me Mm -hmm. michaela and like and i and i hope this like Helps you at least navigate that like one, it's okay to be, to be giving direction to this person. You've been put on this leadership team for this project and everyone reports to you for this thing that you guys are doing, right? right? In other parts of the building and other, in other situations and other projects that might not be true. You Mm -hmm. might be reporting to him or at least like you might be functioning more on a level that would be his direct report, right? Mm -hmm. So like this is where we get competing hierarchies, Mm -hmm. competing pressures, Mm -hmm. like it's a lot. So the first question is like, okay, take a take a step back. It sounds like you've done this. Ask yourself like, is there anything I can keep on the plane or does it actually affect the landing gear, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, totally. We're going to totally keep totally. bringing the landing gear back. I love That's the, the, only landing part of the plane gear. I understand. Yeah, as
1: long as it's not on fire, <laughs> yes. then keep it on the plane, right? Carry on. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh-huh. Okay. So for Michaela, she's she's doing the right things. She's taking the right steps. She's doing it in the right order and she's already kind of taken that pause to assess is this worth escalating? Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. What if Michaela had asked us this question, and she had said he was really rude when he did this part of his job? Mm-hmm. That becomes not a work product problem. That becomes a personality problem. In fact, in fact, <laughs> you might not know this. Okay, we got sense. another question. Oh my god! Okay, <laughs> related to this one that I didn't pull the audio for, but um, she asked. And I love it because
0: this was all it was. Is this why it doesn't get its own episode? Because it's
1: quippy? <laughs> I just so good. How do you say that my coworker is being very loud and telling other people he doesn't want to work with me professionally in an email? <laughs> I love this question. I love it
0: so much. because how c- do you say, shut the fuck
1: up professionally in an email?
0: That's the question. I
1: get it. I'm here I for know, it. I know, I know. I don't have enough context because I don't know. <laughs> but what I would answer that question is... I think I it's think a personality so. thing. It's a keep it mm-hmm. on the plane. That's the answer is, in other words, keep it to yourself.
0: Yes. Do you like in, in the course of telling that person to shut the fuck up? <laughs> I love it. What are you going to gain? Like, does that move the ball down the field? Yes or no. Or do you just need to like exit stage left, go to Call your, your mom, yeah, uh, your plant, your, your cat. mom, your cat, your plant. <laughs>
1: Those are the people you can mm-hmm. complain to.
0: My friend Scott and I have a board of directors. That, like, we call the board of directors together and we're like, okay, I just need to vent about something. Yeah. Or I need you to help me, like, pick out my next outfit. Like, that's Same thing. That's our job, frankly. Or, like, one of my very earliest best friends, she lives in Boston. And, like, she has always lived in Boston since she graduated high school. And she's one of my favorite people to, like, call and bitch about, like, college friends with. Because, mm. like, she's never going to come visit them. If she does, it'll be, like, a week. And I'm like, yeah, that's so-and-so. That's a-. She has an incredible poker face. And so she like, go through, like, meeting my friends. She's like, oh. I see the problems (laughs) or like I'd go there and she's the same thing. Like I know everyone in her life, but I interact with them maybe once a decade. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, so she's, she's an incredible person to be like, I need to talk to you or more, a more recent best friend. You all know Lydia who lives in New Zealand. She's in New Zealand. What's she going to do about it? (laughs) Nothing. Hi, I need to talk to you about this thing. Like this person's really just pissing me the fuck off. Yeah. That's how you keep it on the plane that way. Like I need to get it out of my body, but getting out of my body in the office it's not immediately escalatable and that's not that's not keep it on the plane.
1: So, Michaela, you're doing a great job. Yay, gold congratulations. Gold star. Gold star for you. There's one more way to say this.
0: And maybe it's like my more cynical side that wants to say it this way, mm-hmm. but like it's worth just putting out in the air, I think. You need to remember that in corporate America, no one's your friend. Everyone has competing interests, but you still have to work together as a team. So figure it the fuck out. And if you were to say that professionally.
1: <laughs> well, and I was, yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it's lovely. I think um, the question we have to ask ourselves is, what does it take from me, of me, to maintain professionalism? Hmm. Yeah. In order to keep it on the plane. I have a job to do. What is it going to take for me to do it? Yeah. And that's, an, that's a question only you can answer. Oof. I need to go think about that. <laughs> so. Insane. <laughs> <And> <laughs> Got a question for Ask Your Workwife? Record your question and email the recording to help at askyourworkwife.com. Include your name, your city if you want, and whatever context might be useful for us to know. And don't forget to start with Hey, Workwives.
0: Earliest best friends this is how I start categorizing guys in terms of time. Early best friends. I know. I know.
1: Mid to late Triassic. <laughs> yeah. tri- 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 you Triassic. Triassic? Really yeah. Yeah. Listen, well, it's the only eras that I'm familiar with. <laughs> okay, Taylor. It's a Baroque. Mid Baroque. Friends. <laughs> Mid Baroque. If you didn't like Jurassic, <laughs> I'll bring it into the 1600s for you. Just, just fast forward. Just, you know what? Doesn't Brilliant matter.